Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Do you find yourself constantly working on your physique only to find no real results? Or are you officially fed up with your lack of progress in weight loss and weight gain programs? Then do I have a solution for you. Mecha Nutrition, build a better you. Choose from a variety of products including protein, carbohydrates, creatine, pre-workouts, vitamins, and more. Why choose Mecha Nutrition? Mecha Nutrition is a family-owned and operated sports nutrition store located in the heart of Bakersfield, California. Mecca's goal is to provide you, the customer, with the best customer service, nationally recognized products that you know are tried and true, and most of all, they have the best prices around. If you have any questions or concerns, feel free to contact Mecca Nutrition via social media on Facebook and Instagram at Mecca Nutrition. You can email them or you can call the shop as well at 661-695-9061. Again, that's 661-695-9061. I've been using Mecca Nutrition products for over a year and a half now. And for someone with an extremely high metabolism, I can tell you that these products work. I gained nearly 25 pounds of muscle after using Mecca's select products in the protein and carb aisle with products such as Redcon 1 meal replacement protein and carbs, as well as Neil's hookups. So feel free to call the shop or email Mecca's general manager at Neil or Neil at MeccaNutritionStore.com. Rumor has it, if you mention Mecca Nutrition, you may come away with an added discount as well, but you didn't hear it from me. So go check it out if you want to transform your body and get into the best shape possible right now. Mecca Nutrition, build a better you. Today is October 30th, 2019, and on today's O Show, it is the continuation of this week in GCU Athletics as we have an interview with women's soccer forward Danny Babb. We're also talking men's soccer schedule and recent struggles, men's basketball's road to the 2020 WAC Championship game, women's volleyball's homestand, and more. Remember, the O Show is presented by Belly Up Sports. You literally have one day remaining to go purchase your Pink Belly Up apparel to give to a good cause. Remember, 50% of all proceeds are going to the Susan G. Komen Foundation for Breast Cancer Research. If you don't purchase this gear within the next 24 hours, I will cry. Please don't hurt my feelings. Buy your Pink Belly Up tees and hoodies today, right now even. The O-Show is also sponsored by TickPick. Remember to use the promo code OSHO10, that's OSHO10 with all caps, to take $10 off your next order using TickPick.com. No hidden fees. Get your tickets for right now. We're also sponsored by Mecca Nutrition. Use promo code OSHO20, that's OSHO in all caps, OSHO20, for $20 off your next order at MeccaNutritionStore.com. Mecca Nutrition, build a better you. Let's talk GCU.
afternoon or good morning or good evening, wherever you're at. Good afternoon and welcome inside the campus of Grand Canyon University for Believe in GCU episode four presented by Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals founded for the love of Los Angeles sports teams. We're here in Phoenix. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? I think we've been over this. I believe, you believe, we think you believe. I don't really think you believe. I don't believe you. I believe. Do you believe? I believe more than you believe. I've never believed the fact that you believe. I've believed more in the fact that I believe more than you believe. But does that make you really believe? Like, there's really no statistical stat. I said that twice. There's no real stat. Well, you obviously don't believe. You're repeating yourself. Okay, well, regardless, here on the Believe Podcast Network, believe in GCU, GCU men's soccer. I don't think they've played bad over the past number of weeks. Obviously, they've had a rough stretch where they haven't won any games. But they've tied more games than they've lost in the past five or six game stretch. They have three ties in their last five games. They went to UTRGV. We talked about the homestand against San Jose State and Seattle last week on this show. And then this Saturday, we did talk about it. No, we didn't. That just happened. No, San Jose State and Seattle, we talked about. two weeks. It was two weeks ago at home. I don't even know the dates anymore. And then UTRGV. Happened this weekend. They were out in Texas, a 0-0 tie. Again, the defense stepping up tremendously. The offense goes silent again. I mean, three ties in their last five games. That's three wasted games. They're now 4-4-4. They have four wins, four losses, and four ties. That's four games just gone by the wayside. Yeah, like you said, three ties in the last five games. The other two have been losses. They haven't won since September the 28th against Incarnate Word. Word. Yes. Which was Mario only 1-0. Saturday at UTRGV, they did outshoot the Vaqueros, so they did have some offense go, and they had four shots on goal. They had 12 shots total. They limited UTRGV's offensive attack, which is pretty hard to do, the likes of who they have up front. Now, I did watch, and I did see that UTRGV's leading scorer, Kyle Edwards, did end up hurting himself early on in that game. It looked like he pulled up with a hamstring injury trying to run a ball down in the corner. I'm not sure if he actually uh, returned or not. I mean, I guess I can check his And they are what? Minutes. They're the number three team in the standings in WAC play right now? Because they got off to a hot start in WAC play anyways. Obviously, tremendous defense showed on Saturday. And again, just it's our offense that has not scored since Friday, October 11th. It's been almost San Jose two and a half weeks. So that was against San Jose State. That they should have won, but we won't right. talk about that. We already did that. I already ranted about that. Yep. 83 minutes into the game. Splendid defense, shutting them down. George DeSoris with nine saves in the game. They come away with two goals in the final seven minutes. After the Lopes scored another one, it was the first goal for Hugo Logan. Come back to win that game. And then, of course, the one nothing loss against Seattle. We talked to Coach Shellis Heidman before that game. He has Seattle as the best team in the WAC this year. Arguably the best team in their first in, in WAC play this year with only one loss. And then UTRGV, you take the tie as it is. Again, three ties in their last five games. But that's a tough matchup where they really weren't expected to win. It was kind of like walking into Virginia Tech all over again. Virginia Tech, obviously, in the top ten ranked in the nation. But UTRGV, a very solid defensively team. And you walk away with the tie. You don't score. The offense goes silent. They come home Friday. So in two days, October 25th kick or treat night at GCU Soccer Stadium, and they got Houston Baptist, the Huskies, who are no bueno. That This should be one of those easy wins that you were talking about last week. It's It has to be a win. They can't afford anything else. Houston Baptist is at the bottom of the conference with one whack win. They're, what is it to say, 3-9 and nine overall, and they're on a three-game losing streak. I two think and they're 3-12. Are they 3-9? 
three and nine. That's what it said. I stand corrected. According to waxsports.com. Okay. Well, I'm on gculopes.com. I feel like we're a little bit more accurate with our stats, or at least we should be. I don't know. Well, we're five and one against them lifetime. Well, oh, well, that's good. That's good. That's Which, again, another lifetime stat. Back to the lifetime stats. Five and go, one lifetime. We'll go to Houston Baptist's website, and I'll figure it out here. Let's see what their actual record yeah. the is. The last time we played them was in 2017. We beat them. Last year's of the game got uh, Oh, it postponed. got. that's the one that got called because of weather. Right. We were talking about it yesterday in the office. It wasn't because of the hurricane. That was two years ago, right, in Houston. Last year was just rain. They started the game, and then they, they suspended did. it, and they never made it up. Three and nine, according to the Husky website. Okay, they're probably accurate. They probably don't want to put three more losses on their website. I believe that. Three wins, nine losses. This is a must win for the Lopes. Just to, This is kind of just like, how would I phrase this? Like the slump buster of games on their schedule that they just need to win to get back on track. A good showing against Houston Baptist, you know, it's got to be more than two goals. It should probably be around, you know, the three to five range, depending on the way the Lopes come out and if... Even with how injured they've been recently, you can still find a way to score at least three goals against Houston Baptist. And again, your home record speaks for itself. We only have one loss at home. Again, three and nine. Their defense obviously is not strong at all. And then you got Kansas City. Again, no longer UMKC for whatever reason. They're now the Kansas Rebranding. City Kangaroos. Rebranding themselves. Not going to change their record. That should also be another formidable bowl game for the Lopes. Well, Kansas City's sitting. Again, they're not. They're not going to run away six, with six. Sixth place in the whack. So okay, better than us, but they're not going to run away with it. I think we're three and four lifetime against them. So around five hundred. Not quite there. Looking at the five hundred. Lopes sitting in ninth right now in the WAC standings. They got to move up to at least that seven spot that's currently held by UNLV. Well, actually, they're sitting technically in eighth because California Baptist just really doesn't count where they finish because they can't make the tournament yet. So right. still making the jump. So really just one more spot. The Lopes need to move up, and the remaining schedule, not easy after this weekend. They go to Utah Valley, then they go to Air Force, well, the, Air the Force site, and Utah Valley. The site yeah. of the men's WAC tournament for 2019, and then they finish the year with UNLV at home, also pretty good team in the whack right now, UNLV sitting in the spot that the Lopes need, sitting right there at seven. And yeah, again, just to reiterate, Houston Baptist must win. Kansas City, yeah, they're better than you at the moment, but they're not going to blow you out, you know? Like, and especially that's, not with that, George in the goal. That, that's a game you should be able to win, especially if you believe they're all in win, your guys. They're all winnable yeah. games. I'm pretty sure the Lopes beat everybody here in their remaining schedule last year. And I, know, I know for a fact they beat Air Force and Utah Valley because I was on both those games. And they beat Utah Valley 2-1 in overtime and beat Air Force. Stunned number eight Air Force, I should say, thanks to the Jackson Jella goal, one to nothing, which started the five straight games of one nothing shutout soccer to make the NCAA yeah. tournament. Beat Air Force twice in two weeks. I mean, this only the, the only thing for the Lopes right now is that their offense has gone silent. George Tesoris has been phenomenal all year long. The defense has stepped up in a tremendous way. They've only scored three times in their last five games, and it's resulted in three ties and two losses. So these two games at home, Houston Baptist and Kansas City, they got to jump all over the Kangaroos, no pun intended. Huh. They got to, uh, I don't want to say euthanize the Huskies. I feel like that's bad. That's very bad. They got to send them back to the doghouse. That's what they got to do. They got to come away with two wins because, again, Air Force and, uh, what was the other one, Utah Valley, they're going to be tough matchups the way the Lopes have been playing right now. I think they can win, just like you said, but at the same time, if they're playing the way they've played right now, if their offense can't step up, they're not going to win those games. If anything, they're just going to have six ties on the year. 
Well, you know, the ties one, don't get you anywhere. One one win or one goal, not one win. One goal probably beats Utah Valley. If Give you or can, take. If you can find one goal against Utah Valley, George will more than likely be able to hold on, especially with the defense. Air Force might take more than one. I'm not going to say they got lucky that Air Force got shut out twice against them last year, that George pitched two shutouts against Air Force when they were ranked 8th and then 15th in the country in back-to-back weeks. But I'm sure Air Force, they've got something ready for the Loaves after those two losses. And I can tell you that they did not think they should have lost those two games to GCU last year. So Air Force, that's probably going to be, that'll probably be the one I watch. That's a Thursday night that's leading into the weekend. Halloween. Halloween, Thursday night. It's going to be a spooky one out in Air Force. Once again, site of the 2019 Wackman's Soccer Tournament. So it's safe to say that this this homestand is pretty huge. Very key. Very key homestand. It's got to start with a win against Houston Baptist, which that momentum should carry in to Kansas City on Sunday. And hopefully they're able to get a couple of these injured guys back this weekend. Because if you can get them back Friday or Sunday and get them back in playing form by the time you play UNLV, hopefully going into the WAC tournament, hopefully it's not a winner-go-home situation. Hopefully they have enough to where it's, regardless of this result, we're in the WAC tournament, and then we'll go from there. Even if you're the seventh seed, you can still win it. It's not unlikely, and the Lopes are... Nobody wants to play them. I don't think anybody wants to play them in the tournament. No, that's just because proven. You saw it last year. Your defense, your defense is just outstanding. Nobody wants to play you. You're one of those dangerous teams that can make some noise. Again, if the offense can just step up, and now is the perfect time, too, right at the end of the season. Because, what, they got UNLV before the tournament. You've got to be playing your best soccer in November. Best soccer in November is the So, Houston Baptist on Friday, you got any predictions on scores? Because you were dead on with women's soccer against Kansas City. I'm going to go 4-0. Rasmussen's going to have a pair. Kissy's going to get one. And depends on who plays. I don't know. Uh, Andreu. I'll say Andreu gets the I'm going to go bold here. Houston Baptist is having a rough year. I'm going to say 5 nothing. I'm going to go Hugo Logan for two. I'm going to go Tyler Hughes. He's going to get on the board. He's going to get his He's first, get career, his first goal. career goal. That's a clutch one. Late in that game. I think Rasmussen gets on the board. And then I'll go Calvin Kissy too. Because Calvin Kissy again, he's shown great strides over the past few games. He scored He scored at California Baptist, or at Bakersfield. He scored at Bakersfield in that 2-1 to one loss. So he's got one on the year. So they are right there with it. And then on the women's soccer side, you know, their last two games, Seattle and California Baptist over the weekend. Seattle was a tough one. one nothing. Had a couple injuries late in that one, but they played well against Seattle, really. And Seattle is the defending conference champs, and they've won four out of the last five or five out of the last six or some obscure number like that. I mean, you knew going in that was going to be a tough one. Obviously, And a one nothing loss is not bad at all for them in that one. We free kick Hannah Edwards about midfield, served up a great ball. We hit the po- We hit the crossbar late in the game to try and tie it. Sophia Roberts, I think it was Sophia Roberts, hit the crossbar, and then the rebound attempt on the header from Larson just went high. Best chance they had all night to score. Obviously, that's the way soccer goes. Right. Just didn't put it home. But they really put some pressure on Seattle. See that stat line. And, I mean, the Lopes, their offense you know, has struggled really all year long. You know, they only had two shots on goal, and they took half the shots Seattle did. And Seattle put half of their shots on goal. They put 8 out of 16 testing Garthwaite, who made seven saves. And then you go into Sunday against California Baptist. That's a game you figure is not going to end well. I think it was 3 nothing. It was 3 nothing. The Lopes had eight shots. They put five of them on goal. But the big one that's just, I don't know what was going on. Maybe it was 
people were just, you know, the girls, they got some injuries too. Maybe it was just being Sunday afternoon. Wrote, I don't know. They gave up 35 shots. California Baptist put 19 of them on goal. And congratulations, Lauren Garthway. You are now the new GCU Division One era record holder for saves in a game. Slow clap it up. 16 big ones for Lauren Garthwaite. And that game could have been so much worse if it's not Garthwaite in the goal. And that was Sunday. That's, that that's was... unbelievable. I mean, I guess you can thank her defense for that one. Didn't really perform to the best of its ability. Again, California Baptist, tremendous team. You know, you can't really take anything away from them in that not, game. I mean, definitely. California Baptist. And I mean, considering what the score was, you go 3 nothing. Okay, let's, you know, you look at the stat line. You guys took 35 shots and you only put three of them in the back of the net. Honestly, though, how bad could that game, should that game have been with nine? 19 shots on Well, goal. imagine if she had nine saves, and that's a great game for her, too. That's, a, that's, that's an 8 nothing loss. Ten, but that's a 10 yeah. nothing loss. That's a 10 nothing loss. So, considering what Garthwaite did, she really kept a minute. I mean, Lauren Garthwaite's done that all year. And again, it's the offense. The offense has... It's come together since WAC play has started. It definitely has. But it's not there just yet. And of course, California Baptist, one conference loss. They're 12-3-1 on the season. And the Lopes are sitting right now. If the conference tournament started tomorrow, they'd be number four. Because they're sitting in fifth and Baptist can't make it. So Seattle moves to the one spot. And Seattle is the host for the women's tournament this year. So you're looking at a, a rematch with Seattle in a semifinal at yeah. this point. If you stay where you are. Uh, with a matchup against Bakersfield in the first round. And again, it's kind of like with men's soccer now. They're just looking to get back on a winning stride. They have a, they had a tough schedule in Seattle and California Baptist. And they're kind of in the same boat where men's soccer has Houston Baptist on Friday. Women's has Chicago State, the Cougars. Cougars have not been quite ferocious. Is that your Cougar yeah, sound? Like because that, that was really bad. They have not been able to do all year long or basically ever since joining the WAC Conference. That, that's another must-win for women's soccer, you got to think. That'll be Thursday, 5 nothing. Larson's going to get two. Anderson will get one. Bab will get one. And Iron Shad will get one. Uh, yeah, I'll probably continue on the trend of Iron Shad and then Danny Bab, just because she's, again, the hot hand. And speaking of Danny Bab, uh, that was this week's Lopes Report. Got to interview Danny Bab. We have it for you right now here on Believe in GCU, talking about her past injury. She's a redshirt freshman. Uh, tore her ACL last year, only got to play in two games, which is, was obviously a very tough thing to go through as an athlete. Uh, talk about her first goal ever collegiately last week against Kansas City. You were on the call for that one. It was off the, it was off the crossbar. Pink out at GCU Soccer Stadium. Here's our interview with women's soccer player Danny Babb. soccer practice with Danny Babb. Danny, a big win this past Thursday against UMKC. How's the team feeling? Oh uh, man, they're feeling so amazing. That was definitely one of the biggest wins for us and we're so happy and definitely on a team high right now. And how are you feeling about your own performance right now? Obviously a much better season compared to last season thus far. Man, it's so crazy. I was injured last year and coming back to this year was so amazing. Like, I can't even explain it. It's so different. I'm so glad I'm back and playing again and just making a difference, I think, for sure on the team and uh, trying to do new things. 
Now, obviously, a big performance for you on Thursday as well against UMKC, scoring your first collegiate goal. How does it feel to come away with your first goal as well as to contribute in a big win like that? Again, like, that was so crazy, one of the best things of my life. That moment on that field was definitely just breathtaking and definitely life-changing. Now, obviously, you guys have 14 freshmen this year, which is a substantial amount. How do you think you guys have gelled thus far this late in the season as you take a glimpse into the future? I think we definitely have connected, for sure. It was a little bit rough in the beginning, but now that we're back in the conference, we've definitely gotten that team cohesiveness, and we have definitely connected as a team. Now, what do you guys do on, like, long bus rides or plane rides when you guys take road trips? Are you guys the type of people that mess around, or are you guys the type of people that sit back and watch Netflix, kind of mind your own business? We probably just watch Netflix, pretty much chill. We don't want to do much because we just kind of want to be focused and kind of aware of like our surroundings during the trip. No, obviously you want to be focused this week. You got Seattle on Friday and then you go to California Baptist on Sunday. What's the preparation like for these two games? Definitely this whole week has just been spread out with practices and lifting and um, we're definitely just making sure that we're focused and ready for this weekend because it's definitely one of the hardest weekends of our season. Thank you very much for your time, Danny. Good luck on the rest of the season. I'm Jack O'Hara, and that was this week's Lopes Report. And that was that what was it, last week's Lopes Report with Danny Babb? Yep. So that was that interview. Let's talk a little bit about men's basketball before we no, wrap this No, women's one. volleyball. You want to talk about women's volleyball, women's too? Women's volleyball. I mean, I guess there's a ton going on. In, at they're GC coming right back now. from a four-game road trip this week. They get they're, to, they're finally on. They were on the road for a long time. Four, two straight weekends. They they got six of their well, last too eight. Long. Six of their last eight games to get to be at home. They'll get Chicago State Thursday, Kansas City Saturday afternoon, and then next week they'll hit the road, final road trip, Seattle, Utah Valley, and then come home and host the Vaqueros, those, that team that nobody likes, and then California Baptist and Bakersfield. So out of all the sports teams, women's volleyball has to be the shortest season. you got to think looking back at it. What, they start in September, they go through November? August 30th was their first I game. mean, look at, look at basketball. It starts in November, ends in March. But that's different. The, the women's last regular season game, November 16th, and they started on August 30th. They're sitting at 16-4, and 6-2 and two in the WAC. They're tied for second with, what was it, Bakersfield? Kansas City. Kansas City they are tied with. And they coming off, you know, the loss to New Mexico State was the last time. They're 3-1 and one in their last four. So that three-set sweep against New Mexico State, we won't talk about it. But then they went to California Baptist, beat them in five, beat Bakersfield in five. And, oh, yeah, Kyra Moss, career high, 20 kills against Bakersfield. So who could stop Kyra Moss at this point? I'm going to go with nobody. You got Mossed. You got Mossed. You got Mossed. I think the last time we saw the Lopes at home was against uh, Utah Valley in a game that they probably could have won. Uh, Utah Valley obviously just outplaying them in every regard late in each of those sets to win it 3-1. to one. Kyra Moss led the, or not led the, or well, yeah, tied for the lead against California Baptist. She followed up that 20-kill performance with 14 of her own. So 34 kills on the weekend. That's a pretty good, yeah, that's pretty not good too night. Bad. Pretty good weekend. And then, of course, I couldn't know, do better. Mitchell, 50 assists against California Baptist and 45 against uh, Bakersfield, I believe. If I'm looking, remember correctly from the other day when I looked right here. 53, I lied. I definitely could have. Man, you have the stats right in front of you, too. I wasn't there yet. I had to get there. I mean, they just barely won these games on Thursday and Saturday, both in five sets against Bakersfield and Riverside, 
Or that's Bakersfield. California Baptist. They, Baptist. Bakersfield, they won 25-18, then sets two and three, went to Bakersfield 25-23, 25-21, and then sets four and five, went to the Lopes 25-17 and 15-13 against Bakersfield. And then California Baptist, those sets almost the same way, but the teams traded sets through the first four. It was 25-22 Lancers, 25-23 GCU, then 25-22 again for California Baptist. Then the Lopes in sets four and five took those 25-18 and 15-11. to 11. So GCU doing very well to be able to. And in five-set matches, what, they've only lost once this year? Yeah. In five-set matches? So you better beat the Lopes in three or four because you're not going to win in the fifth set. Let's be honest. It's oh, they definitely happening. turn it up to a whole new level come set number five, do or die. And then, of course, you got Chicago State on Thursday. Poor Chicago State coming in. Swept them again. to start whack play. So that was... Are they just like the punching bag of the whack? Yeah. They're like the Baltimore Orioles of Wow, too soon. Whack. They were also not the worst team in baseball, so put some respect on their name, Jack. I mean, it's like the Yankees and the Orioles with GCU and Chicago State. Or anybody, anybody in the whack play against Chicago State. Who'd you want me to say? That Chicago State is 0-8 in the whack through the first half of conference play. But they've won four games on the year. They're 4-18. and And the Lopes swept Chicago State on the 26th of September and then beat Kansas City 3-1 to on the 30th of September. So Chicago State, Kansas City looking for comeback wins. Yeah, we'll see if they can get them Thursday night. Both, so women's soccer versus Chicago State on Thursday night. We got... Volleyball on Thursday night against that, Chicago State. That's going to be... Chicago Thursday. Yeah, so kick or treat for soccer, and then they're promoting women's volleyball, bring your best boo. Couples costumes, I believe. Interesting. The goal, I think. Is yeah, I mean, I you could ter- interpret that, uh, like, bring your best, like, scary costume, like, boo, or you could interpret that, bring your best boo, as in, like, your best, like, your significant, significant other. other. There yeah. you go. Come on. I didn't want to say girlfriend or boyfriend. I didn't want to seclude anybody. So bring your best boo, whether it's a costume or your significant other. Saturday afternoon is blackout. Block, blockout. Sorry, not blackout. Blockout breast cancer against Kansas City on Saturday for women's volleyball. But is it going to be a blackout? No, I just totally had some dyslexia there and switched my letters. (laughs) So Kansas City on Saturday, 3 p.m. Kyle, you'll be on that call. You'll also be on the Thursday call in Chicago State. Check those games out on GCU TV. You got women's soccer tomorrow night. I'll be on that call. Check it out on GCU TV and the WAC Digital Network. And then, uh, what, Friday and Sunday... Men's soccer returns first on Friday against Houston Baptist. You got the Friday call. And then Sunday, you're taking play-by-play from me. You're just grasping it away from me on Sunday against Kansas City. That's sorry, okay, not though. sorry, I guess. Uh, so we have about six minutes left. We, well, try, we try to keep this under 30 minutes before our producers yell at us because that's like the one thing we got to do. But let's talk well, about uh, basketball. men's basketball. And women's basketball. Yeah, they're, they're both important. And they both start on the same day next week, November 5th. Or is well, that two that's weeks? not next week. But yeah, men's basketball yeah, does days. have their exhibition game Getting next ahead of Wednesday, a week from today. San Bernardino will be in town. The women then open up on November 5th. It is a Tuesday at noon against Benedictine. Be there. Come spend the day at GCU. Go to a women's game. Get a late lunch, early dinner. And then stick around for the men's game against... Um, Davenport. That's the, that's the that opening the dub- night. That is opening night doubleheader. So and women's then- basketball starts at noon on a Tuesday. Very inconvenient, but we're going with I it. I don't have class on Tuesdays. So Neither do I. I, I will be there. Class. I'll uh, be there too. I will be there. That'll probably be us on that call. More than likely. Women's basketball and then men's basketball against Davenport. You can check that game out on Fox 10, local cable Plus. here on Phoenix. Not us. That'll be Barry Butel. Love Barry. 
Great guy. The best. I'm just the best. If you hate listening to us, listen to Barry and Scott Williams. The th- at least a three-time. I always forget he was a bull. Yeah. He's at least a three-time champ. I always forget what if it's three or six. I mean, they probably get great reviews in the live chats. Well, we don't have to go there. Friday, November the eighth, North Dakota comes to town for women's basketball to take on the Loafs once again. Doubleheader: women at noon, men at seven o'clock, and of course, the big one on the eighth is the. Fighting Illini from Illinois, a Big Ten school, will be in town to take on GCU at 7 p.m., I believe, also. Yeah, it's a perp, purple out. Is it a purple it's out? It's a purple out, and it's sold out. So it if, you sold were, out. if you were thinking about going to the You're game, gonna have to tough get luck. scalp tickets, yeah. I guess. Tough oh, luck. There, oh, it is a purple out. Ooh, which means that's your first shirt of the season. Be your first free free shirt if you're at, at least for the Havoc. And of course, the Havoc gear. Everybody picked it up yesterday. The line was out of campus, basically. I did pick it up yesterday. The line went fast, though. In and out in less than 30 minutes. Were you at the back of the line when it started? Or oh, were you one of those? When we were about to get in line, we found somebody that we knew and we stood with them. About halfway See, in. It pays to have connections. In this it world. does. We jumped the line really badly. So, And after that Illinois game, you got San Diego State, which is a huge one on the road, November 13th. I'd say, of course, we talked about men's basketball last week. They're probably going to float around in the same realm as they have in years past. It's it going to come down to them in New Mexico State in the WAC championship. It will at least definitely we think they be. Did. That's what we hope it is. I mean, it's a whole new different team, but at the same time, kind of similar talents when you really look at it, when everybody's eligible to play. Whereas women's basketball obviously had a rough season last year, and when you look at it this year, it's it got it's going to be You're looking. Better. It looks optimistic. It's going sure. to be. They got some shooters. Everybody, you know, Piera and Caldwell and Balagay and Barris, all a year older. They've played a year in Coach Powell's system. They've got some big transfers. So women's basketball definitely on the up and up. Could be dangerous. Let's see how they perform before the whack. You know, they could go. It'll be a pretty interesting non-conference schedule for them. You know, they get UNLV. They'll go to Cal. A couple of really key games there for the women. And a, a quick shout-out to uh, former GCU broadcaster Philip Katofmo because this was inaccurate information, which is rare from Phil. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> But May Bryant, who's a freshman this year, he said was Kobe Bryant's niece, which is not true, which which is like a big false statement because that's like it's blasphemy. If Kobe Bryant's in the crowd, like you're on for that game. We'd we'd suit up for that game. Would I? We're gonna be uh, yeah. We'd suit up. I have an extra blazer in my closet. I'll give it to you. We're suiting up for Kobe Bryant. We're introducing ourselves to Kobe Bryant if he shows up, but not related at all. Not not related. So, Phil, disappointing. If you, if you ever listen, Phil. We'll have him on one of these days, hopefully with accurate information. And if you're tired of listening to us talk about basketball, you can catch the Dan Marley Show tonight. So you can listen to Dan with Marley. Barry. With Barry. You can listen to Dan Marley and Barry's Barry tell And Scott Williams, he's on this episode. Talk about the upcoming season. If you can't catch it live, I believe they go on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash GCU. So you can check those out. And again, 13 days, one hour, five minutes, four seconds, three seconds, two seconds, seconds, one second, zero seconds. 13 days, one hour, and four minutes away from opening night, men's soccer. That'll wrap up this edition of Believe in GCU. Remember, you can check out Believe in GCU on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Casts. Tune in wherever else you guys get your podcasts. We're on all platforms. We're also presented by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network 
for professionals. And remember, if you want to sponsor our show, go check out Believe.com and get in contact with our main talent producer. From everybody here at Believe in GCU, alongside Kyle Borg, I'm Jack O'Hara saying have a great rest of your week. And as always, go Lopes, also Nassin 4. And if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube